All right. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is another episode of The Now with Sam and Joe. I'm Sam. I'm Joe. And let's get started for, well, this evening. (laughs) So I just want to start tonight off with a, just want to take a moment for the late, great Aretha Franklin. Yes. Um, Just want to say rest in peace. She's definitely been a pioneer in this industry and has definitely paved the way for so many women and uh, especially women of color. Um, her music will definitely live on. So just want to take just a moment and uh, just honor her real quick. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of heartbreaking to know that, you know, another uh, legend legend yes. is, is, is taken away from us, but. At the same time, you know, in this crazy world with all the social media and things that, you know, artists go through today, you know, they were at a time where uh, they didn't have to deal with a a lot of those issues and media um, only until maybe later in their career. But even then, you know, they just kept producing great work and being true to themselves. And I think you can just always appreciate those those great legends. So. Aretha Franklin, you will dearly be missed by all of us, many people in the music industry, of course, and around the world. Uh, You had so many great moments. And also, I just want to point out just because I know a lot of um, things have changed, especially for women in multiple industries, uh, not just music, but in film and other things that were you know, male dominated and still most male dominated, but uh, women still are making more of an imprint, you know, on those industries. And for her to come out with certain songs, I saw an article talking about how she came out, you know, with the song Respect at a time where probably most women just kind of bowed down to their men. Right. And to just say, you know, in her lyrics, you know, just need a little bit of a respect when you come home. It's kind of like, okay, you're the breadwinner, you're coming home, but like, don't disrespect me like I'm your woman. You know, I deserve respect too and demanding that. And I feel like that was kind of like maybe a rally cry back then, probably for women who said, man, no one's spoke to this, you know, on a major stage and ends up being one of uh, a classic song, one of the best songs of all time. Uh, so I think it's just very telling that legends make their imprint over time, that when they're gone, they're not missed because that work is there uh, and it kind of takes you back and understand the type of impact uh, that they had on everybody. So, yeah, again, I will miss you, but uh, right. you still live on. I'm still playing those hits. Yep. Still playing them. And you still, you know, you gave a voice to those that didn't have voices back then, you know? So. Exactly. Yeah, and speaking of legends, so I just want to take a moment to also sit here and give a shout out to the one and only Jennifer Lopez, AKA J-Lo. Oh, yeah. The VMAs, she was honored with the Vanguard Award. Yes, she was. Yes. So... Um, that was just a great moment in history. She is the first, not the first Latin Latina to yes to be the recipient of that award. Okay. And um, 
I just want to take a moment to just talk about that. Uh, she did a great, um, you know, she had like a five, ten minute segment just showcasing all her hits. Um, she had Ja Rule come back on the stage. Ja <laughs> right, I'm That's not even gonna get because this is not about Ja Rule. This is about her, so I'm not gonna take the spotlight. But I'm just gonna say that's crazy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hey, but he was he was pivotal in her career, though. He was. Yes. Yes. For for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has I'm some just hits talking with about ja now. I'm just talking about now. It's I, I'm murder. Not gonna, I'm not gonna take away from the old Murder Inc. era, but yeah. yeah. They they had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> but nowadays. Uh, anyways anyway back to jennifer <laughs> lopez the person with the vanguard award the person who really deserves attention yes she is amazing as you mentioned to me before just just the fact of her age and a lot of people feel like they can't Man. look like that she's a that vampire age. i swear look, vampire that woman has not aged <laughs> look i understand people are um you know your celebrity oh you get the best treatment and right. things of that nature but here's the thing I'm sorry. Even um, Chris Jenner, you know, of the Kardashians, even their mother. Insert eye roll. Right. Okay. But mm-hmm. look, even she shows wrinkles. I'm sorry. Look, it, it don't. You can't. Age is something that you just can't completely hide unless you want to look like. I'm not even going to say names, but there are people that you know. Are in the industry who have been on stages like the VMAs, hint, hint, that don't look like their former selves. Facts. You can go and fill in the blanks on, on that one. Facts. Um, J-Lo looks like J-Lo. She just looks older, a little bit more mature, but she is just still... Just a smidge. It's just... It's still J-Lo. It's still... So, st- still being J-Lo... The crazy thing is, um, it was roughly 20 years ago that she initially was on, um, you know, at the VMAs being nominated for Best New Artist. So now, fast forward 20 years later, she's being the recipient of the Vanguard Award. Isn't that bonkers? That's wild. That's an accomplishment. Um, There are so many people in the music industry that don't even have a 20-year career. Let alone she's receiving this amazing award, you know, that Beyonce's received, Rihanna's received, um, Janet Jackson's received, um, you know, so she's up there with the rest of the legends. And um, so what was really touching to me was that they did a whole interview with her afterwards, um, of course, with Sway. And so some of the fans that she, I don't want to say started out with because But some of the fans that initially were at these, you know, VMA shows when she first came out, when she when her career first started taking off, were the same fans that 20 years later are sitting there in the audience, like supporting her. And it was it was beautiful because she got emotional about it. You know, she she it made her, in my opinion, at those moments, just make her like a real human being. She was literally someone who initially, like you said, started as a backup dancer you know, ended up being a fly girl and is now, she is a role model and has paved the way for other people to sit here and get into this industry and be, you know, she's been a pioneer in this industry. She's had hits. Um, She can still dance her tail off. It's so, it's just, it's so crazy to watch someone who's accomplished so much and yet 
to her, the fact that she still had people sitting in the audience supporting her that had been there supporting her for a long time, like that was so touching to her. And the fact that she had looked up to these other like Vanguard recipients, you know, she she came out back when music videos were real big and it was important to tell stories and and you know we used to stay up watching TRL and and um what are the other shows that they used to showcase music 106 and Park like True. all of those that we used to sit here and music videos were the thing and you know you sit there as a normal human being and, and just envision maybe one day being that person winning the award for these amazing videos or, or for your career. And that's what she accomplished. So this to her and was just all so surreal. And then to still have, like I said, still have those fans and it just made her emotional and just made her more of a human being as opposed to being just this untouchable celebrity who, you know, can, who lives this fancy life and can buy themselves anything, blah, blah, yeah. blah. She was like really moved and it was a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, I, I, think must that's, say. I think that's really great. And I'm going to assume what this MTV VMAs was in New York. Yes, it was in um, New York City. Because, you know, uh, one of her greatest hits, you know, Jenny from the Block, right? Yes. Um, those people really rep her, you know, where she's from. Um, and so I think that also makes, like, it makes it really something because she does this at home she gets the vanguard award at home it's not in la it's at home it's in new york right uh which i think just that fan base you know being there and so i i think it's just it's such a great moment to see someone succeed and it also shows the people as you talk as you were talking about her being like a real person and down to earth person and just like showing you like how hard she worked Really take a look at that. Look at how she was like a backup dancer, you know, in the background, not not in the foreground, not like the best thing smoking. You know, she was known, but not like this. Right. And so to come from that, to have aspirations to being a a great artist and living out that dream, people taking a chance on her, people saying, I do believe in you. To have the crazy moments uh, that she's had, you know, the iconic dress, getting that crazy, oh, yeah. like, million-dollar uh, wedding ring that she got, and uh, and then people selling that later. Um, and it's just things that she did that, you know, you know, kind of like we're in the break-the-internet era, right. you know, people putting out things, and we've discussed that and argued about, like, Kim K and Nicki Minaj breaking the internet. But I'm like, before that, J-Lo was that. When she came out with that green, like, see-through dress. It was a Versa- dress, um, Versace. I that guess, Versace yeah. dress. When she came yes. out with that, that was it. That was the talk of the week. The week, the month, the year. Yo, that and was... You that know, was the crazy, crazy thing was, like, she thought nothing of it. Like, it wasn't... No, it wasn't anything It wasn't really her. that serious. You didn't see much. You really didn't. She was like... It was what? just the way that it was cut. It just... Uh-huh. Yeah. But you know what else is crazy? And so, not everybody can wear that. That's Women true. like that, too. The, she can still wear that now if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... Shout out to J-Lo. But you know also what the crazy thing is? So since we're talking about humble beginnings, um, when she initially auditioned to be a fly girl, she didn't make the cut. Oh, really? Yes. It was... She did not make the cut. 
and it was I bl- I'm almost sure there was a, a dancer that had gotten injured or something to that effect. But Rosie Perez was the one who actually went out and was like, no, this girl that we didn't choose the first time, you guys need to find her and you guys need to bring her on. Wow, that's crazy. Right? So, I mean, J-Lo didn't only start from humble beginnings, you know, the Bronx, college dropout, the whole nine. But then also this gig that kind of started catapulting her career, she didn't even make the initial cut. Talk about disappointments. Talk about, like, there are some people I just feel are just are destined for certain things. You know, you just have to be persistent and you have to not give up. And that's a prime example of it. You know, she could have sat here and been like, wow, like I didn't even make this big show that I've been, you know, working so hard my whole dance career for and I didn't even make it. I'm going to give up. She could have stopped there. There are so many people that do. Yeah. I think that is a perfect thing to lead off from because it's it's about persistence. I mean, right. anything that you want to do. I mean, even us doing this right now, like we make zero dollars off of doing this. I have made some money off of doing like photography i'm getting into videography i've made zero money off of doing that uh right now but it's like i work hard to try to put myself in that position right i'm saying that i don't love my job already i really do um and but i also like to be creative and this is great too i would love to have this be uh something that can complement what i do already you know, something that is a creative outlet and be appreciated for it. And I think anybody who, you know, is aspiring to do something uh, just because you may get a no here or there. Don't, you know, take that knowledge and say, OK, why did I get a no? Right. Um, what do I need to work on? Things of that nature. Be humble. Don't burn bridges. And that's like that's really the whole thing. The moral of the story is, like you said, just be persistent. If you really want something, you'll keep fighting for it because it brings you joy. It brings you happiness. You love to do it. And we love to do this, this show, love to do this podcast. Um, You know, I know, Samantha, you love to act. I know you love to model. So you continue to do it. Uh, Sometimes it pays. Sometimes it doesn't. Facts. Um, <laughs> I love to do videos. I just did the wrap-up video for the Model Warehouse shootout. I've seen that. Down here. Shout out shootout. to Joe. Shout out Man, to Joe. That was that I was good. It. I appreciate it. I hope, hopefully I did a good job. People say I did. I, that was my first time. And, you know, as an artist, you always are very skeptical of your own work. Right. And you look over it 30 times and you're like, should I release this? Is it good? But, you know, sometimes you got to let it fly to, and accept the criticism. So, you know, J-Lo... Being cut is criticism is basically saying you're not good enough as you know. So, uh, but she kept working at it. She became a pretty good backup dancer and then became a dang good dancer for herself and doing her own music and became this iconic artist. And now we are congratulating her 20 years later as, you know, a Vanguard award winner. So I just think for anybody there's so many stories I could say right now, but this is about J Lo and congrats to her, and just saying I, I'm everybody's proud of you. Yes, you've, you've done it. So yes. So on that note, make sure you also help us so we can keep doing this. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah, hit that subscribe, hit that button, subscribe button, like, share. Yes. Uh, for real, because I mean, 
you know, we want to we want to keep growing this. Right. Hopefully with your help and things of that nature. And and definitely for us, we're going to keep grinding out and keep trying to push out these videos to you. Keep doing that because like I like this. Uh, I like what we do. So, yeah. Leave us your comments. Give us any feedback. We take constructive criticism pretty well. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we've had some some comments. Oh yeah, we we've had some, and, and uh, we appreciate y'all. Right, and so uh, on that note, then congrats to J Lo, and I'm gonna lead into uh, another subject that we have this evening, uh, and uh, kind of involves somebody that we talked about before. Rolling, they hating. Patrolling. Talking about that. <laughs> talking about chameleon and, and riding dirty. Uh and they hating. Uh shout out to all the haters of the Joe Budden podcast because uh Dun 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 <laughs> We gonna talk, baby. We gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that hate because uh continue to hate. Dun dun dun. It's all good. We've talked about Joe Budden before. Yes, we have. And uh I'm gonna do this in my best uh Joe Budden low voice. <clears throat> we got the bag. Oh boy. We got the bag. <laughs> mm. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm not You need same. to do voiceovers, I swear. I swear. Anyway, sorry about that. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, shout out to the Joe Button Podcast and Joe Button by himself because there's two deals. Uh two. We reported that he Possibly was working at a deal with Diddy. This is a while ago, months yes. ago. Yes, actually, we reported it on. You just had a hunch. I had a hunch you that the deal was gonna hunch. go down. Yes, I was you like, did. man, the deal, I was like, based upon what he was saying in the podcast, he was like, oh, nothing, nothing happened. We just, uh-huh. ch- I said, bro, I already you know that. You had a hunch, and then we announced it. Yeah, we announced it that he was gonna have a show. It's called State of the Culture, uh-huh. but it was not set in stone. Until right. and then we saw a video, a promo video, come out. I don't know how long ago, a couple weeks ago, and then they kind of joked and laughed about that on the on the podcast. But good video. Diddy came up there, and uh, they did a video of them talking in the car about doing the show, and uh, he basically said the deal went through. Uh, we're doing the show. Uh, promo video dropped. You can find that on Revolt's YouTube channel or on their website. Um, great. So, I just congratulations to Joe Budden first for that. So, State of the Culture coming soon. Can't remember the date for it. Uh, but he's going to talk about some of the same industry topics, music, stuff like that. But more or less, be able to have like interviews and everything. Obviously, camera work is going to be tip top. You know, they're going to have all that. Top notch. Right. Yes. So, then to go further, you know, I wondered, and I said this on the other on the other time we were talking about this, mm-hmm. what was going to happen to the Joe Budden pod? What was going to happen to Rory and Maul and Erickson, Ian and Parks that does the audio? What was going to happen to all those guys? Joe Budden's probably going to get this deal. He's going to be out in Hollywood somewhere or something. Like, he's not going to have time to do the podcast anymore, which a lot of people love and depend on to get to work right. every Tuesday. <laughs> His whole team. Uh, so we were like, you know, how's that going to work? And well, he was just saying, like, I'm, I'm going to still do the podcast. It's still going to work if the deal goes through. Well, the deal goes through around the same time, which is great. I uh, see Spotify come up in my Twitter feed. 
talked about, oh, Joe Budden podcast had a picture of, new picture that I've not seen before of Joe, uh, Rory, and Maul. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Oh, I guess they just put their podcast on Spotify. Spotify is just promoting it, some deal going down, something like that, just to promote it. Right. No money being exchanged. No, actually, I was you very wrong. You were wrong. I was wrong. Wrong. It was a deal. Wrong. And, and I saw the podcast today, and they were popping champagne and basically saying it's not just Joe got a deal, but Rory and Maul and Joe got a deal for the Joe Button podcast. So Spotify will be promoting and putting out two podcasts two. a week for them. So now you get two. I think he's at Wednesday and Saturday. They're going to be putting them out. So this is great. A little bit more work for them, but this is the money maker now. Now, now they're making money off of something that they worked hard uh, to do, and it kind of goes back to like our J Lo conversation earlier. It's just like being persistent. Uh, a lot of deals they said eventually came down the pipeline, but eventually, but at first when they were trying to get the podcast out and get people to maybe support it jump on board right uh get a deal in place they would just say oh you, you got this little podcast in the corner okay right so now fast forward over 150 episodes later deals are starting to get talked about people are saying oh is this what you're worth show saying you know it's basically like they were lowballing Mm, wow. Or either just saying that there were a lot of people who wanted to be uh, advertisers, and he was just like, "I don't want to go for the advertising bag." Like we've talked about this on this show, I've even promoted, "Oh, I wish we get advertising and stuff like that, so we can make this money." But I actually, he actually kind of changed my mind about it a bit because, oh boy, it was he just said, "Well, as a creative, you do advertising, it's like you have to pause your show, pause your content." No one really likes commercials, right? Now, everybody has to advertise, don't get me wrong. If they put up the Joe Budden podcast in the middle of the Joe Budden podcast, they can YouTube can run an ad, right? Right. They could. It's their platform. That's out of their control. I mean, you can kind of say, don't put AdSense on it, blah, blah, blah. But if they choose to just turn it on themselves, up to them. It's their platform. Right. But Joe saying you won't hear from us. Like you won't see us in the middle of a podcast pause and say, Well, here's a word from our sponsors that paid us three grand to say this. We won't do that. And it was just a respect level to the fans of just saying, Look, the way Joe thought about it was I I want a secured deal. So I want someone to say, This podcast is worth me spending you get 200 grand, you get 200 grand, and you get 200 grand, all three of them, right? Right. Or, and, and what about your video guy and this guy? Well, he gets paid 100 grand a year, audio guy 100 grand. Whatever, whatever the deal may have been, I don't know what the deal is. We don't know the full details. Obviously, they're not going to say all the full details of, of who gets not. paid, how much, and all that. But all we know is it seems like all the same gang of people will be together. That's uh, good. And that's what it sounds like to me, that everyone is, is celebrating all this hard work together. So I'm guessing that money either maybe goes to the top three and then they pay whoever they want. You know what I'm saying? How they want. 
whatever the case is, they have now secured a deal with Spotify. Spotify is promoting them and definitely paying them because they talked the numbers. They were saying, we got other deals on the table. He even said, I talked to Diddy before about not only doing my show, but like getting the podcast, like doing something bigger. Couldn't come out to really good numbers. He's like, even for my own show, I've told Diddy's, you know, revolt. I've told the revolt team, no. And he's like, came back. Now we got a show. Well, I got a show with, you know, Joe has a show with revolt. And now Spotify came with the right numbers and stuff like that. And Rory and Maul agreed. And and they said, even before we used to have fights, they said they had fights, screaming matches in the parking lot at their old place because Joe would tell them, hey, here's a deal that I was approached with. Here's the amount of money. And basically him saying, we're not taking it. We're not taking it. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That is a big bag. Joe, why did you say, why did you say no? And he's like, well, because I think, because creative differences, they would take over the show a certain way. Wow. And, and not saying that, and obviously Rory and Maul respected that, but I feel like maybe there were times where, and Joe said, if <laughs> he laughed and he said, if anything goes wrong with the deal that we have with Spotify or things of that nature, he's like, then blame me. He's like, don't blame anyone else. He said, it'll probably be my fault. And then he laughed and he said, well, congratulations uh, to all the listeners and stuff. Just, uh, this won't last long. We'll fuck it up somehow. Basically, he was just like laughing about, and it was just funny because he's always laughed on the show about um, Slaughterhouse and them breaking up as a rap group. And he just said, put the blame on me. Because he's like, they were willing to do certain things and advertise themselves a certain way. And I felt like we were just selling out. While the other crew said, nah, don't take it like that. We need to get paid. And he was just like, mm, my, arti- my artistic integrity says no. And so eh, he said, blame me for Slaughterhouse not being together. So if anybody wants to say that, boom, there you go. So he's just kind of joking, which obviously they're going to work hard and do great. But he was just kind of joking that if this don't work out, blame me on this too. So Wow. Anyway, that's all of that for Joe Budden. I'm freaking happy, and it shows me that it does pay off. We're only like, like, well, we got 26 videos on the channel. They are yeah. episode 170-something. So, long way to go, but understanding that it does pay off. And that even for us, maybe we have enough of you fans that, you know, can help us work harder when we get to that point. You know, I want to drive the quality of this. I want to make sure we get this upgraded, uh, better recording equipment. Maybe we can even go live if we get to that point, stuff like that. But um, good if idea. we can get better recording equipment, things of that nature. I mean, they don't do live. They record just like we do and edit after just to make sure it's clean. But, like, if we can do that, then I want to make sure, like, it's worth it to you guys as our fans that listen to maybe if you want to subscribe to us, we get to that point where you could like pay, you know, for the content or something. We could maybe drive, do better content, maybe even hold, I don't know, contests. You know, we talk a lot about music and entertainment and things of that nature. Right. Uh, so maybe we could say, hey, new album came out by such and such person. We can go and get the album and say one of you guys hold contests. We can do that. The only way we can consistently do that 
is if we're kind of getting paid to do it. So right now, we're not focused on that. We're focused on getting the content out and just doing what we love to do. Right. Money is not like the main focus, but obviously we're not going to lie to you. What creative would want to do this for a living? And this to is do it true. For a living, you got to get paid. So. It's true. Anyway, again, shout out to Rory, Maul, Joe, Parks, Erickson, and Ian, their whole crew. Y'all did a great job, man. For real. Shout out, shout out. And another great takeaway from this whole um, this whole story, experience, everything that you sat here and shared is um, to know your worth. 100%. You know, that's a little crazy. I'm... And you sitting here talking about how they literally had screaming matches. I, I could definitely understand that and can see that, especially, you know, from watching Joe Button all the time. But, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, um, a lot of times we struggle with believing in our own product and in ourselves. And I kind of feel like Joe, he knew, he knew, hey, this is exactly how much, like, we're worth. This is what we need to be getting paid um, you know, he knows what he brings to the table. He knows what he's able to put out there and, and what he's, um, and how many of you guys he's able to reach, which is important. That speaks, that translates into dollar signs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not always about sitting here and selling out just for some quick deal or, um, you know, so it's very important to know what you're worth, not necessarily settle also, don't be on the other other end of the spectrum and think that you're worth a lot more than you're not. Um, everything with time, <laughs> mm-hmm. time, persistence. Um, but I just that was my takeaway from that. At the 100%. end of the day, you know, it's not you don't necessarily have to sign on every dotted line that's handed to you. Know your worth. Know what you want to get. Give yourself a goal. Give yourself a bottom line and strive for it. They probably reach way over that. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. I that. would assume I'm so. Guess that deal is good, man. <laughs> I mean, they have a very strong like following. Following, like Did you just call it a cult. I call it a cult. You know, <laughs> I call it a cult because anytime somebody attacks the podcast or something like that, it's just like the beehive for like Beyonce uh, or the barbs for Nikki. It's like as soon as you talk bad or something, like people ready to drag them. It's like a cult. <laughs> That's the only reason why I say. The cult. Oh it's my like gosh. A cult. Okay, so um, he has a good but, following. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they say that from movies too. It's like some movies that people will say, "And eh, it's the average movie," but they're like, "No, it's the greatest thing." Right. Um. But yeah, I think like you said, you said it best. Uh, know your worth and know your worth. And just adding to that, it's like yeah, there's a lot of deals that'll come down the pipeline. I see how many and. Trust me, I'm not aiming at any person who does it. If you get paid, you get paid. I can't hate on that. There's money is money, and it's up to you. I'm not saying it's a bad deal. I'm just like, there's so many different tummy tuck, uh, waist trainer products, uh, uh, weight loss tea, things of that nature. How many different versions of that are going to be promoted through different women on Instagram showing that, hey, I woke up this morning, I drank my tummy skinny tea, and I'm just like, it's like, yo, 
at some point in time, I'm looking at some of these like athletes or fitness people on Instagram. I'm like, man, you're so good, and you look so good. You're fit, like you really are about that fitness life. Or you, Yo, so you think, or or so I don't know. But you look the part. I don't. I don't know. I don't know Photoshop. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going there. I'm just saying that you do. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. You're like Brittany Raymer, whatever, right? Bundle of Brittany. Bundle of Brittany, right? Great. Shout out. She went from kind of, I want to be a model, kind of want to do that. Then I want to kind of go back to doing soccer tricks. Then I want to do more fitness. Then, And then it just kind of like, she's just her own thing. And I don't know what it is exactly, but as soon as someone throws her something with fitness, like, she just does it and it sells, hundred percent. That she makes her money, hundred percent. She's a brand now. But I think to stay at the level that Britney is at, you have to be selective. So persistent and not just taking and signing on any dotted line. Facts. I feel like some people are like, oh, I can be just like Britney. I'm like, well, you can't be just like Britney if you're promoting five different tummy tuck teas. That you drink in the morning. You you can't because everyone now looks at what you promote is watered down. And what did you get paid? $50, $100 to put that post up? Yeah, that's good money for right then to go get that bag you wanted down at the outlets. But at the same time, that's not enough to pay light bill and the car note and all that together. No, you want that. You want to say, look, I know what I'm worth. I maybe can take a small deal here and there because like, okay... I want to fund my production. Right. But you got to get to a point to be like, all right, cool. I already got people promoting me. They work with me, whatever. That's cool. I'm promoting products. Now I start, I need to start getting people that's like, hey, if you're really serious, it's $300. If it's, if you're really serious, that's $1,000. Start securing that bag. Like, understand who you are. If you believe that you're worth it, get that. I'm sorry. I'm just too many people I see out here that I think are very, very talented. Seldom shove short. I just feel like you sell yourself short. So Mm -hmm. don't do it. I don't do a lot of free stuff. I do a few things for models for free here and there that I I really, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a little rusty. I want to get some experience. So right Right. now it's like I have maybe a video project here and there that I'll be like, cool. Or either I have like, best friends that I do work for uh, that always will be free because that's, that's my homie. But everybody's not my homie. So <laughs> I just want y'all to understand, like, Joe has talked about these things before. So my little rant here is like a Joe rant. Oh, yes. Pay the photographers. I remember that pay, one. Pay the photographers. That's, that's, and yeah. also I said pay the models. So don't get me wrong. The it's the other way, too. So if I have a concept of my own and I'm like, hey, I want a beautiful model to be in it. When I approach the model, I'm going to say, I want to book you. Now, if you tell me the booking fee is free because you believe in my work, great. If you tell me the booking fee is $100 for me to show up and do this, that's $100. Cool. Great. So I can get the price. And then let's say we charge two weeks out. I'm going to have that $100 for you because I know I plan for it. Next paycheck, boom, got done. You got money. Great. But now, if I'm offering a service, which I am for models, I'm not going to promote that here because that's different. We're just talking about promote, promote. With, no, no, because I'm not going to do that to our listeners. But if if I am you doing a service to you, and 
providing you're just a service. Providing doing a service to you. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. I am messing up this whole thing. I'm finishing the rant now. So as she said, providing a service. <laughs> doing a service to you. Yeah. The now with Sam and Joe after dark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right whoo um so yes pay the videographer or photographer for their work to the models because they're helping you do something that you need if you approach them if you're like hey man you do great videos or you do great photography i need to get some of that in my portfolio i like your editing style whatever then it's like all right like if they choose to do it for free, cool. But if they choose to tell you, man, I know some people run away from 60 bucks. I, I'm doing videos right now, and I'm doing videos for like 50 bucks. I know. And I lowball my, I know. But I, I don't have a lot of experience, so I start low. Understand prices will rise the better I get. And understand, please respect that. But if I can't get people to pay at least $50, and people like that whole video I did for Model Warehouse, and they think that looks so great. And then I'm like, hey, you want a model card video to promote yourself as a model? Right. Great. That'll be $50. Uh, I don't know if it's worth that. Really? Okay. Guess what? Stick to your guns. I won't do any video with them. I don't care if they do a, the dopest video with someone else and they did that one for free. Free. And it could be the greatest thing and you feel like, oh, man, I lost out. Oh, my God, I should have did it because it went viral. It was so good. That's fine because while that person went viral, that's cool. But you have more self-worth than that person who did for free because as soon as it goes viral, guess what? A bunch of other models are going to say, hey, I want that done. And when that person says, well, I can't afford it. I want to do it for free. He's going to keep doing free, 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 free. Or she's going to keep doing free, 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 free. You've done nothing. You just got on viral. You got a bunch of likes. Likes don't pay the bills. Hey, likes pay the advertising. that pay the bills. Just saying. Just putting it out there. But But, it goes both ways. I mean, you also can't knock free. There's certain, just be selective. You know, there's certain things that I sit here and definitely do for free that catapult what i'm trying to do way more than if i'm like and eh, i'm too good for free projects um but you know you also you got to find a happy medium know your worth don't sit here and take on every single free thing that is you know put out in front of you and know your worth figure it out cool take some time all right yeah Okay, I'm going to wrap it up on that. <laughs> right on that note. On that note. <laughs> we love y'all. Love y'all. So thank you so much for tuning in this evening. Leave your comments, likes, suggestions, subscribe. Do all, all, all that stuff. <laughs> yes. And this concludes a yet another episode of The Now with Sam and Joe. I'm Sam. I'm Joe. Peace.